How many of you guys, you know, it's, it's, fun to, it's fun to give into the community. We had a great time uh, on Friday. I want to thank all the people who came out. And um, it's, uh, we, we love to be a part of what the uh, Holy Spirit is doing in our city. And I know you guys got a, a picture there of uh, Officer Jessica. She is uh, a believer and just wants to uh, just really embed the kingdom into the culture. Um, you know, law is actually, law enforcement is actually, ex it's an extension of the kingdom. And so we love when we get to partner and bless uh, with our law enforcement and just be, just love, just love the community. And they were up dancing and having a good time and we were able to, to bless and, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So um, if you guys want to, we have that video posted on our, on our Open Heavens Facebook page. If you guys are on there, you can check it out if you want to see it again. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate our, um, our, dis our lead discipleship team who is really, who is really getting plugged in and, and, and getting uh, the connection. And so if you guys have a desire to, to serve and be a part, you need to get with uh, some people in the discipleship team. And let's just have, if you're in the discipleship team, can you just stand up right now? And we just want to, um, these are the people, they instigate the kingdom of God in your community. We need to get with them. We, we want to pray with them. They're going to bless you. They're going to love you. They're going to encourage you. They're going to exhort you. Yes, absolutely. And they are servants in the house. And they do an amazing job of making sure opportunities like that can happen. And so, amen. That is good. Awesome. Well, cool. Uh, Holy Spirit has been doing just so much today. Um, I want to just share just something small and then, um, and then encourage you guys and release you. Uh, how many of you guys just felt the, uh, an awesome time today in, in worship? Wasn't that amazing? I love it when... Holy Spirit is, uh, moves and does some just stuff that I, I don't plan on. And we like to give an environment where, where God can do what He wants to do. And the Bible says this. It says, the horse is prepared for battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. And so, yes, there are levels of preparation that we take. But then when, he, when the victory happens, it's because He's the one that caused it to happen. Um, so it's not a matter of us just coming and saying, well, God, what's going to happen today? But it's actually preparing our heart and having something to bring to him. And then when we bring something, he is able to take that something, and it's a blessing. It actually releases the blessing of God on our life. Amen? That's the reason why you brought your best. The reason why you brought your best, because your best, the best that came from you unlocked the best from heaven. It had to do with the measure of faith that you brought towards him, right? So if you guys bring a, a, a scoop today, how much are you going to get filled? A scoop. If you bring truckloads, how much are you going to get filled? See, that the, the limitation isn't what he can give, it's what we can ask for. So we ask big, amen? Amen, that's fun. So can we just, um, can you pray for me and I'll pray for myself just real quick. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence here this morning. Yes, thank you Lord. 
Lord, we just are open to your move today. Lord, what do you want to highlight? What do you want to do? Hmm. Amen. Yes, Holy Spirit. Hmm. Yes. Amen. I'll just uh, ask a couple, couple quick things. We'll move pretty. We'll move according to quicker, faster, slower, whatever. Anybody have any pain in their jaw this morning? Like you had a pain in your jaw? Just a, okay. Um, okay. Um, Paula, can you bless Markeith and have Markeith lay his hands right here on this amazing woman of God? So here's what's going to happen. Markeith, you're going to put your hand on this amazing woman. And the blessing is, the healing is going to flow through you today. Don't worry, we, got, we, got, we have a, a house of prayer warriors, but the Holy Spirit's going to cause a, an influx. The, uh, you're the catalyst this morning. And so, Heavenly Father, we just release, we just release my sister's jaw. We just thank you. We thank you for the peace of God to rest in her body this morning. Ooh, wow. Holy Spirit, just release healing right now. It is, it is our inheritance. It is our nature. It is the reality of the kingdom and just that the right now we thank you for pressure dissolving. We thank you. It's not a matter of it uh, uh, just going away for a season, but we thank you for the complete annihilation of any remnants of infirmity that would insult the healing that you have provided fully and completely in the name of Jesus. So just rest right now. Just rest and allow this to, to move, okay? And um, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Amen. Uh, I want to do something really weird, and uh, maybe it's not weird, maybe. This, never mind. We're going to do something normal this morning. This morning. And it has to do with people who have been hurt. Um, there's been uh, an authority figure in your life that hurt you. They hurt you. And regardless of whether or not they meant to or not, they hurt you. And um, uh, I want to uh, pray and release a, an unhealthy spirit of offense that has caused you to have a hindered vision for your life. Because as believers, we are called to walk in authority and in that leadership, in the presence of discipleship. And so... What it's done is, is it has actually created you to be an island rather than to have healthy connection. And God wants to heal those things this morning. Um, and so I'm just going to make some declaration over you today. Um, this is not going to be a prayer. This is going to be a, a, an actual healing on you, okay? So in the name of Jesus, I come against any spirit that would sabotage your growth, that would sabotage your ability con to connect 
with people underneath you. It has prevented your leadership because the disconnect happened you to and from leadership. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we release healing over those men, over those women, even people who claim to be men and women of the Lord. And we just, in the name of Jesus, we release them to the Lord. We release them to the Lord. And we receive a spirit and a presence of forgiveness and restoration so that we can walk in the fullness of what God has for us. In the name of Jesus, we just release that presence of healing on you. That you would be able to see clearly what God has for you. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. One more thing. Um, one of my, uh, Leanne, can you do me a favor? Can you just go around and if you have any sort of sickness, we've been getting some scuzz around here. Um, Leanne's just going to anoint you with oil. And so she's going to touch you and she's going to bless you and pray over you. And let's just, this is just, this is just gift giving today. Okay. He, he comes bearing gifts. Amen. So thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just bless and anoint Leanne to just initiate the, the churning of the healing that's there. And Lord, we thank you that the people would start to breathe. Yeah, just cough. Just get it out. Just, just, just be done with it. All right? Holy Spirit, we thank you for the presence of healing today. It is your presence. It's not a, just like a, a maybe gift. It is you being here and we thank you for the tangible manifestation of your goodness. Amen. 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 Just keep your hand up. If you want to get that out of you, just keep your hand up. She's going to touch you. She's going to touch you. And here's the cool thing that's going to happen is as I'm, I want to just direct you. So here's what you know how to expect. Uh, some of you are, it's, this is going to come in twofold. It's going to come in, um, uh, some of you are going to experience an immediate warmth and presence and then after that, it's going to dissipate. These are the side effects, okay? The other, there are a couple, though, that are actually going to totally forget what I'm saying as we get into the Word. And then later on today, you're going to remember the Word. You're going to remember the Word, but the pain is going to not be there, okay? So just, uh, I just this is what's going to happen. This is kind of like, this is my spiritual warning label. This is what's going to happen to you. These are the side effects. Um, but the reason why you have, you know why God gives us experiences? He gives us experiences to give experiences. All right? Have, has anyone ever, has anyone ever wanted to be the conduit and when someone got healed, like you wanted you want, I just would love to be the person to touch that person that releases the healing. Has, any, has, has anyone ever wanted, if you've ever wanted that, let me see two hands. If you've ever wanted to be like the, the um, that and right, that moment, okay, you want to do that? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to release, uh, and I want to, I want to do the, a special, uh, a special one today because uh, I was hanging out with James and he had a word, so this is just bringing back up to me today. Um, I have a, a a present for Callie from Holy Spirit, and that, that is the release of that healing, okay? You have the ability. Um, do you know, you know where you work? Where do you, where do you work? You can say it. Okay, she, Massage Bliss and Cross. She works at a place that initiates 
an actual physical release of stress. And I mean, it's, it's a place of restoration for the body. But you know why she works there? It's, it's not an accident. It's because that's actually a spiritual gift that she actually has. She actually has a gift to heal people, really heal people, not, not just body, but soul and spirit. And so she has that. And so um, you got that today. And um, here's an activator. For those who have two hands up who want to be that, she's going to just pass along that to you. It's a gift. All you have to do is touch them. Just give them some high fives. Go around the room and touch some people. Whoever, who's ever wanted to have that initiation, she is just bringing out, because she is a healer, she actually has a conduit uh, ability of the kingdom of God that releases healing. And as she's touching people, they are getting the virus, the healing virus that actually removes doubt from people. I don't know if you guys feel it, but it is not just a girl who's touching people. There's release that's happening right now through her. This is actually going on. This is a moment that's going to be remembered in history as a young woman started to activate in what was the most natural thing for her and starts to release the presence that she has been given a stewardship over. And, and you know what? It's the most natural thing for her. This is not an abstract thing. This is not something that has been like, that is weird. This is the most normal thing for her to do. And as a matter of fact, it's been the Holy Spirit that's been drawing her into an environment where she could be used where her heart already is. So Holy Spirit is that good. He's that good. Allow the Holy Spirit to release that goodness. Oh, man, this is fun. I actually feel like, you guys feel that? There's an actual touch. There's some more. If you, yeah, there's more. Two hands. Touch the two hands. Touch the two hands. Touch the two hands. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right, some people got the hem of the garment, but some people are getting double fives today. Amen? Yay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we just thank you for the normal presence. Oh, Jesus, let us be aware of your presence. Amen. Woo, Jesus. Man, he's good. He's good. He's good. Wow. Wow. Mm, my legs are hot. Mm. Yeah, if you have pain in your legs, go ahead and shake that off. Go ahead and get that out. Thank you, Jesus. That's my thighs. My thighs are hot. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Right? Yay. Come on, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow, that's awesome. I just prophesied that this is going to be empty soon. Amen. Uh, a couple, I was in a, I shared a part of this word, but I'm going to just throw this in here as a bonus. Um, and that was a, a couple years ago. I was in, like, I caught it. Li- I called it like a spiritual spa, and it was at a church where we, they were just 
they were blessing people. It was just a time they had awesome music that, that was very soothing, and there was places where stations that where you can go and just um, get blessed. And and one of the one of the stations was a circle of chairs, and I went and sat. And this one lady came up to me and said, "I just have a word for you." And it was that um, you have a lot of resources, and you're not using your resources. And I was like, okay. Like, there was a lot of stuff that was said to me, um, people blessing me, some really cool stuff that happened. But the thing that, like, hit the funny bone in my heart was, you're not using your resources. You're not using your resources. How many of you guys know that um, that can be a really determining factor for you in your life? of the level of peace and blessing that you walk in. Like, there are things, there are resources from heaven that have been made available to us, and if you don't use those resources, you end up thinking that provision has been restricted from you. But it's not a matter of provision being released or withheld. It's just a matter of accessing what's been available. Amen? So I just, uh, what you want to do, I want to challenge us to, to hear the Holy Spirit and see what are the resources from heaven that he has given to us that actually provide a way for us to live an abundant life that Jesus came to bring. He came to bring us life and life more abundantly. So... If you're not living a good life, you can access heaven and see what you need to, to actually come against the enemy to have a good life. But not just a good life, but an abundant life. Not just a moment where it's like, okay, everything's like just calm. But actually, you become one with the word and actually become the storm silencer. To people around you. Amen? Amen. This is my text, and then we're going to uh, release you guys. So this is Mark chapter 6. We're going to carry on um, Mark chapter 6, verse 45, and we're going to read an extension of what we, um, we were doing last week. Yay. All right, so this is verse 46. Mark chapter 6, verse 46. 45. 45. Immediately after this, this is after, remember the distribution of the 5,000, uh, he fed the 5,000 men and women, and then, and then women and children. Verse 45 says, immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida. While he, while he, Jesus, uh, sent the people home. Amen. In our, in our discipling, there are, this is cool, but like Jesus, he feeds the people. He does this amazing thing, and then he, and then he releases people. He sends them home. Um, cool. It says this, verse um, 46, after telling everyone goodbye, everybody say goodbye. 
he went up into the hills by himself to pray. So Jesus is getting away. Everybody say, get away. Amen. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake. Um, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. Does anybody feel like they're struggling hard against the wind and the waves? In serious trouble. About three o'clock, everyone say three o'clock. Man, I got this, I got woke up this morning at three o'clock. That's cool. Anyone here get woke up this morning at three o'clock? Does anyone see like a sequence of three o'clocks? It's just like for some reason I anyone else, is that just me? Okay, Holy Spirit, what's happening at three o'clock in the morning? Let's find out, okay? Come on. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them. Walking on the water, which is pretty normal. He intended to go past them. Actually, he intended to go past them. He intended to. See, sometimes when you're in the boat rowing and you're against the storm and you're against the wind, Jesus is on the water. He actually is in the storm. He actually is there. But you need to understand why he intends to go past them. Amen? He actually wanted to walk past them. But when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. Take courage. Everybody say, take courage. I want you to grab the person next to you and say, take courage. Take it. All right, look. Courage is not something that's handed to you. It's something that you take. Take courage. Grab it. Grab it. It's not like, somebody please give me courage. Okay, that's like the lion, okay? You remember the lion? Look, you got to take it. It's cool because in the moment that you initiate the taking is when you actually have what you wanted to grab. Come on, that's called faith, ladies and gentlemen. It says this, take courage, I am here. Then he climbed where? Into the boat. And then what happened? The wind stopped. They were totally amazed. Y'all remember what we talked about, what Jesus was amazed last week? Jesus was amazed by their lack of faith. He couldn't do a lot of miracles because of their lack of faith. But here, when they, he gets into the boat, they're amazed. Jesus is trying to change what we think is amazing. Instead of thinking that a miracle is amazing, it's actually more normal for Jesus in kingdom thinking that when a miracle doesn't happen, that's like, huh, well, that's weird. God wants to change our grid for normal. You know, you guys have, everyone here has a different normal. 
than the person next to you? Have you ever heard something and go, gosh, that's, have you ever heard somebody does something at another church and you're like, that's weird. Well, it might be weird, but it might be normal. It's just not your normal. Because you have what's called a grid of normality. It's like, oh, that's weird. But every time somebody introduces something from their grid into your grid, what we'll do is we'll say, no, 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 and we reject it. But that's why, how many of you guys know sometimes if you, you get to, what you do is instead of getting to learn the act of something, that's why we have this amazing tool. It's called the spirit of something. When we get to learn the spirit of something, we actually get to understand what's empowering that. And that's what helps you determine whether it's from the Lord or not. So instead of just saying, oh no, they're doing something weird, that's, that's not of God. It's like, time out. You know, Paul tells us, he says, you know, don't, don't judge how other people are serving the Lord. You look at what you're doing. You need to study. You need to study your own heart. Don't worry about the servant of other masters. You just, you, you be obedient to what your master is telling you and not worry about what other people are hearing from the master. Amen? That's good. Like, uh, yeah, it is hard. So it says this. It says, take courage, I am here. Then he climbed into the boat, verse 51, and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. So let me just stop right there. He climbed into the boat. Wind stopped. They couldn't believe it. But then, this is what Mark says. This is interesting. What? You, you, he's like, yeah, but they were amazed because they didn't understand the significance, not of the wind stopping, but of the miracle of the loaves. It's like, well, Mark, you're... Why are you talking about the miracle of Lowe's when we're talking about that? Because in discipleship, what you are coming, what's coming against you, don't worry. You are prepared for it. But what, you're, what you think you're not prepared for, the actually, the answer was given to you in the encounter before that next attack. See, Mark is trying to tell you that what you are against right now, right now, just put whatever that, that X is, insert problem here, okay? You're looking for the answer, and the Holy Spirit is saying through Mark here, you're actually already prepared for it, but it's, the answer to this isn't in the response here, it is in over here. See, if the disciples learned what they needed to learn in the loaves and the fishes, they would have been prepared so Jesus could have kept on walking. Jesus didn't intend to stop. The reason why he had to stop was because the lesson in their discipleship wasn't gleaned from what he can provide out of nothing, 
But Jesus, because of his love, continues to walk within vicinity. I'm here, I am here if you need me, but I want to see if you got what I was giving. In your heart right now, what are you coming against that you're waiting for an answer for, but he is, Jesus wants to walk past your boat? He actually doesn't want to get in your boat because he's trying to teach you how you are meant. See, when you, he's trying to teach you how to walk on water. When you walk on water, you don't have to sail across lakes. A lot of us are sailing across lakes that we were made to walk on. Amen? So, what are you, where are you right now in your heart? And the storm is coming against you. But Jesus, he, he's going to get in your boat. He's going to be there for you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. Okay? Let's just, get that, let's just get that laid out there. He's not going to leave you hanging out to dry. But he actually wants you to walk on water with him. He wants us to learn what is provided. How many of you guys have ever done that with your kids when you give them what you're giving them is lessons. You're giving them principles. And what you'd like to do is the principles to kind of apply across several different areas in life because it can. And then what happens is, is it is good for us to universalize principles, but also we learn that some principles have a context, right? And in this particular scenario, what Jesus is trying to train them in is the ability uh, to discern what he has provided for them. So he gets in the boat. They were amazed. The wind stopped. And our discipleship, guys, is so important that we position ourselves in a place where we have men and women of God who are there for us but intend to walk by. My question is, do you have somebody there? <laughs> Who are the men and women in your life that are training you with the loaves and the fishes, preparing you for the current storm that you're in? God has given us, the Bible, actually the Bible says that they were, they were gifts, gifts were given to men. Paul expands on that when he starts talking about the fivefold ministry. He actually quotes an old psalm talking about, and God good, get, gave gifts to men. It's weird because nowhere in the Old Testament is a correlation of gifts met with what is a person. A gift wasn't a person, but in the New Testament, Paul expands on the fact that gifts are people to minister to you. Amen. Awesome. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching us what we can do. Thank you, Lord. You guys remember, I'm going to close with this. Where was the first place Jesus met Peter? On the shore. What did Jesus, what was his request towards Peter? Y'all remember? Let's go fishing, right? And we've been talking about, we've been talking about 
Stay in your boat. Stay in your boat. Here's a cool thing. I want to... Peter, their first encounter is right there in the boat. Jesus gets in the boat, launches out. Amazing, amazing miracle. Couldn't bring, couldn't bring in the nets. Jesus and... Jesus gets back to the shore, and Peter says, look, stay away from me. I'm a sinful man. Look, you, you really should have nothing to do with me. Like, you, you don't know the company you'd be keeping if you were with me. And Jesus said, look, you come, after, come with me, and I'm going to make you a fisher of men. So here's this connection with Jesus and Peter. And I want you to, the, the cool thing about it is, in following Jesus, how many times again did Peter continue? How many stories are there with Jesus and Peter in a boat or around a boat? The very fact that Jesus said, come and follow me and I'll make you fishermen, doesn't mean Jesus is robbing this identity from Peter and he never gets in a boat again. As a matter of fact, most of Peter's training happens in a boat with Jesus or, or Jesus' presence. So here you have, I mean, you have the, the nets breaking, you have, uh, you have this encounter, I mean, there's a couple different encounters that happen, but then the one that's interesting, a lot of times people think Peter backslid. They think, you know, Pe oh, oh, Peter, he got, he was so mad after he betrayed Jesus, you know what he did? He backslid and he went fishing. I don't think he backslid. I think he was going back because he knew where Jesus was going to meet him. Because that's where all his training happened. Not all, but a lot of his training happened on the boat. Where did he tell his disciples? When everyone was distressed and everyone was sad that Jesus had been crucified, where is our Messiah? He said three days. You know what Peter said? Hey guys, I'm going fishing. He knew where Jesus was going to meet him, and Jesus did meet him. He met him. As a matter of fact, in, in the book of John, John says that he was, he was fishing, and, and John always, said, he's like, you know, John, John wrote the book, and in the book of John, it always says, John, the disciple in whom Jesus loved. <laughs> really? It says that. And so, and, and like when they're, when they're going to discover the tomb, you know, the ladies came and say, you know, the tomb's empty. And it says, Peter and the disciple whom Jesus loved ran to, to the tomb. But the one who loved Je Jesus loved got there first. And so he gets, you know, and there's, it's, I love how he talks in third person like that. And so, um, so he's, he um, was telling the story, John is telling the story of the boat and Peter being in the boat with the disciples after, and Jesus sees them and says, have you guys caught anything? And, and it says, you know, no, we didn't catch anything. And it says that Jesus says, cast your nets on the right side. And so it says that John was like, hey, Peter, guess who that is? Like Peter like brings like the announcement that, hey, you guys. And so Peter runs out and jumps out on the water and he flails out and he swims to shore. Still in training, doesn't know how to walk on water yet, you know. And so he gets there and there's this amazing encounter. But Peter, 
was returning to the place of training. He was looking for the master, and he knew where to find him. We have a place where we know where the master is going to meet us. It's called that secret place. And uh, I was talking with an amazing young man this last week, and, um, you know, we have disciples. We are disciples, and we have people who are mentoring and discipling us, and they train you in how to explore the presence of God and when I say explore the presence of God, I mean have a, have a place of the boat to develop your boat meeting place if you don't know how. How do I talk with God? How do I, what, what is that? And what you're doing is you're actually, the reason why you have people in your life that speak into you is to actually establish the connection, the personal connection that actually Holy Spirit wants to have with you. It is on that same spirit level. And when we connect with people, you're just not connecting with flesh and bone. You're actually connecting with the soul and the spirit actually operating in that person. And I just want to tell you that I'm amazed. I'm actually kind of amazed how many bodies are in seats in churches and the connection with the, they're a part of the body, but there's just like a lot of fragments. And people don't have to be islands. You don't have to float around and find your place. You just need to find your family. You need to find the connection where people, look, if people aren't plugging you in, then get plugged in. Like, find out what's going on and take courage. Take it and make an influence in people. I was amazed how this young man who, he, he, he kind of em emphasized how he was he was like kind of working out how he was to discover God. And I said, you don't have to do this by yourself. Like, there are like men and women, there are like dads and moms in the body who would love to help you. You don't have to learn to walk by yourself. That's got to be really hard. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It's just there's a better way. Amen? There's a better way. In the body of Christ, we need to be professional grafters that grab the lost and believe them into the body. We create the body by having faith for what God has spoken over us. We graft that in. Amen? Amen. Well, cool. We're going to have some uh, time of, uh, we're going to have a fun month this month, you guys. There's going to be some awesome times of serving and loving on the body. And if you want to get involved, I want to I challenge you to get with our discipleship team and plug in and see how you can start to make a difference. Don't be, don't be disconnected from what Holy Spirit is doing. And I really want to, it's, it's going to be really amazing. Um, we have an awesome dance ministry that Holy Spirit is speaking through that that is going to bless on a, on a much bigger level. I also want to kind of make an announcement that um, our body is going to, I want you to anticipate something. We're going to be getting a lot, I might have said this last week, a lot of ministries and opportunities, non-church opportunities, 
for us to bless and actually become an extension of the body in other areas. And I want you to take those opportunities and realize that I am giving you a pre-blessing, <laughs> okay? I want you to reach out and actually exercise the opportunities that the Holy Spirit really is bringing your way. He's going to do it. And how many of you guys, that was a, a fun opportunity. Did you guys see that? Does anybody know we did that? Well, that's, that was announced. It was. It was, it was announced. It was, we put on our, we, but if you don't know, it's because um, we want to make sure that we're putting it in front of you, that you know what's going on and articulate it in a way um, uh, to where you guys know. But something that was really impressed on my heart is being able to recall the moments where God sheds his glory on people and not just have a forgotten moment where, hey, that was cool. Oh, don't you remember that? We actually want to document the move of God in our lives. Do you guys know what that's the testimony? That is the testimony of, of the Lord. You know that God's moving because somebody told you a story of what God did. Amen? Do you know when God tells you, when you hear a story of what God did, it stirs up what's called faith, and people actually create a level of anticipation for what he is going to do next. Amen? And also it prepares them for the next storm. Amen. All right, so let's go ahead and stand to our feet. Let's, let's just, I'm going to bless you guys and release you. Um, what I want to do, though, I want to um, pray uh, for anyone who has been having an issue um, at their job. If you've been having um, a difficult time with either employers, direction, or co co-people that you're working with, I... This is just out of weird. This, this is my normal. Um, God, wants to, God wants to bless that. He actually wants to give you an awakening for the vision at your house. And um, amen. Um, is, is it Amber? White shirt? Okay. Um, there is a, this is a, uh, you have a, a messenger gift. It's, it means you can, do, uh, you can deliver messages eloquently, and God is going to start using you. What you're already good at, he's going to jump on that, and it's going to expand your ability to touch people. It's like, you know when an angel would show up and deliver a message? And the message at first would be like, people would be scared, but they'd be like, no, 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 this is good news. Don't worry about it. Like, you have a message of good news on you. And when you come in contact with people, uh, they're going to actually be very intrigued, drawn in, and it's, it's like a Trojan horse of the kingdom to come in and just break down doubt and the hold that the enemy has on them. And so as you have, I just want to let you know, it's, it's something you already do, but your ability to articulate a message is going to get a spiritual steroid boost and it's going to actually start to cause people to want to know their maker. That's what I hear, the word maker. They want to know what started them. And so it's not going to be weird. It's just, it's going to be an actually an afterthought. You're going to do it, and the Holy Spirit's going to say, hey, just want to let you know I'm teaming up with you on this. Okay, cool. Amen. Holy Spirit, thank you, and I just bless this amazing body. I just release them to go and be the body of Christ to your people 
to the lost, um, to people who need an encounter with God's presence. And we thank you, and we go in Jesus, and we go in peace. Amen. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful time. No home groups tomorrow. Amen.